Hello, it is Monday, August 30th. I am Trent Reinsmith, and this is the wrap-up for the Jake Paul Tyron Woodley boxing card that took place on Showtime pay-per-view on Sunday evening. So jump right into it. Mostly going to focus on, of course, Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley because that's probably where most of the interest is. Uh, Montana Love, I got to, I have to mention, looked fantastic in that fight. And while I had heard the name before, Sunday night I had never watched him fight, but I was very impressed with him. A little bit of showboating, I thought, early on, but in the seventh round when he got completely serious and took control of that fight, he was um, he was something else. Really, really impressive in that round and showed the power that he didn't show in the first six rounds to go with the speed and the defensive skills that he had. Um, now I don't have the boxing knowledge I once had, but from what I saw, he was impressive and he's someone to really keep an eye on. I think he moved up to 15 or 16 and 0. He's still pretty young and he called for uh, maybe a fight at some point in the near future with Javante Davis, which would be incredibly interesting to me. So. Montana Love, uh, I think, was the star of the event, and hopefully he walks away with some more fans because of how he performed in that fight. Very impressive fighter. Um, can't say enough of what I saw from him on Sunday night. Now, on to you know, the main event, and I can say a lot of things about this fight. Um, I was not impressed with Jake Paul's boxing skills. His footwork was not great. He lunged with a lot of his jabs. He left his chin wide open. He got tired, which I expected because he went past the first or second round for the first time in his boxing career. So there was a lot of things I saw that you know Jake Paul needs to work on. Now, I will say for someone who's only been boxing for three years, not terrible um, I mean not a not someone you would say is a, a, a competitive professional boxer by any means but for someone who just said you know what I want to box and I'm going to box I, I don't think you can take anything away from that from Jake Paul in that way it, it's kind of impressive that he's done as much as he has done uh, that's not something that a you know somebody just is going to say you know what I'm going to be a professional boxer and to make it happen. Now he had different, he had a path that he had available to him to make it happen. But again, it's not like he's fought, especially on Sunday night, it's not like he just fought some sh some schlub here. He fought a guy who has a lot of power when he wants to use it in Woodley. And so I give Jake Paul credit for, for what he did and what he has done. And if he keeps doing it, good for him. If he keeps progressing, good for him. Um, it's not something you just play around with, and I think Jake Paul knows that. I think he might have learned that a little bit more on Sunday night when he did get hit hard from from Woodley. I think it was the first time he got caught like that, and I think it made him realize, you know, that boxing is a serious, serious thing. And by the sounds of things afterwards, I don't know if he's going to continue on this path. He probably is, um, but who does he fight next? I think maybe he fights Fury. He did not look good 
either. Um, and so that would probably kind of be a level fight. And it'll probably get a lot of uh, hype behind it just because of the names. And, you know, if Tyson Fury wants to get involved and start pitching the fight and start, you know, building up hype for the fight, that's a big win for Jake Paul. Um, Fury got a big pop from the crowd. And so that is also something that Jake Paul probably recognized. So I would not be surprised if Fury Paul is the next fight. Um, but we'll see. If I was Jake Paul, I don't know how I, how, uh, I would be interested. I would be in fighting a better striker than Woodley. A Jorge Masvidal fight would kind of be nerve-wracking for me. A Nate Diaz fight would probably be also a little bit nerve-wracking. A Conor McGregor fight, size-wise, okay. Paul's much bigger, I think. But I don't know if the power that McGregor can pack in those first two rounds is something that Paul would mess around with. So I think he's going to be pretty selective for who he faces next. And if he boxes again, probably will be just because of the money and the time investment that he has in it. But we'll see. Um, Woodley, it was the worst case scenario for Woodley again. Um, you know, we, we know he has a reluctance to pull the trigger. He had Paul hurt, and he really didn't do much with it. He kind of let him get off the ropes there and didn't attack, and Paul recovered. So good for Paul there. Um, and I think we saw what we've seen from Woodley for the past few years. He's just got this reluctance for some reason to, to pull the trigger. And had he used his power... Had he been able to get inside and use that power and sustain that power and not throw just one punch, he probably would have knocked Jake Paul out. And he's probably going to kick himself in the ass for not, for not uh, pursuing that. But then again, he's probably been kicking himself in the ass for the past few years but for the way he's been fighting. And I don't understand it one bit. And I don't know if, if Woodley understands it. Uh, so it's it was... Disappointing, but not surprising, and I'll leave that at that. Uh, now, some of the ancillary things that have been going on around uh, Jake Paul and, and Woodley and just this whole uh, boxing thing with Jake Paul and Showtime. So Jake Paul has been bringing attention to the UFC fighter pay, uh, well, the lack of pay over over the past month or so, and that's a positive. It's a very good thing that he's been doing that. He brought a lot of attention on it. I don't think he's done anything to affect the UFC's business because it's just not there. There's just no proof of that. If ESPN subscriptions had dropped, then there would be proof of that. But right now, there is no proof of that. So the thing is, is Jake Paul going to keep talking about this now that he doesn't need to get UFC fans on his side and get them to buy his pay-per-view? I hope he does. I don't think he does because Jake Paul, if he is anything, he is someone who promotes Jake Paul above all else. So Paul see, saw an opportunity here to get MMA fans and UFC fans on his side. He took that opportunity and he made the most of it. Now, 
if he doesn't sustain it, then he just paid lip service to it and he didn't really do anything because if we know anything about fight or pay, if you take your foot off the pedal at all, nothing's going to change. And maybe even if you do keep your foot on the pedal, nothing's going to change. But someone like Jake Paul can bring attention to it. And if he keeps bringing it up, well, maybe something will happen. I don't think anything will happen, but at least the attention will be there. Um, but I don't know if he's going to sustain that. And if he doesn't, well, then we know Jake Paul you know, is only out for Jake Paul and that this was just a convenient means to an end, a way to drum up interest in a fight, a way to drum up interest in Jake Paul, a way to make money for Jake Paul. Would that, like I said, that would not shock me. It would disappoint me. But, I mean, I'm not putting much faith in the Jake Paul because he's, you know, nothing but a person who promotes the Jake Paul brand. And so his interest in the fighter pay might have just been an interest in getting more eyeballs on his fight. I hope I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. There was a lot of talk going into this fight about the legacy of Tyron Woodley and how this fight would affect his legacy in some way. And maybe I'm in the minority here, but I don't believe that to be true one bit. Because this is a totally different, boxing is a different sport. Yes, striking is a part of MMA, but so is wrestling, so is jiu-jitsu, so is a lot of other, of other martial arts. And so when you just have one small part to focus on in boxing, you know, it's a little easier to train boxing if you're just focusing on boxing. Then you become better at boxing. But Woodley has not been a boxer. He's been a martial artist, mixed martial artist, with an emphasis on his wrestling for his whole career. And so to think that this other sport, completely other sport, would affect his legacy, I think is incorrect. Now, I probably would get some heat for that or have gotten some heat for that, and I don't really care um, because I just think that if you participate in one sport and then switch to another, that shouldn't have an effect on the legacy and the sport that you that you concentrated on for years and years and years. Did Tyron Woodley's legacy in wrestling get affected by his legacy in MMA? It shouldn't have because MMA is a different sport than wrestling and boxing is a different sport than MMA. And he hasn't been a boxer. He's been a mixed martial artist for his, you know, most of his combat career. And so I don't, I don't buy it. I don't, I don't see that at all. But even if I'm wrong, and even if this does affect his quote-unquote legacy, my question then is, what good is a legacy? What is a legacy in, in sports? It's sports, so it's entertainment, and it's, it's fleeting. And the people who had a legacy in a couple generations ago, they're forgotten by most people. Mark Coleman, does everybody remember him? other than his name? No. And, you know, even the Shamrocks, are they remembered? No. Gracie is remembered just because of how big an influence that family has been on the sport. But outside of that, what legacies are there in MMA that are really worth anything? And that's my point about legacy more than anything, is that what is it worth? That legacy, alleged legacy of Tyron Woodley, it, it's not going to pay the bills. It's not going to put food on the table. It's not going to send his 
kids to, to, to college, it's not going to do anything. It's useless. Now, is it there because we know he's not making any money in MMA? Well, then focus on that because the money is more important than the legacy. Now, if a fighter wants to talk about legacy, that's fine. But the fans and the media, I don't understand why they put so much emphasis on this fictional thing that's in, it's not definable. And it's not anything that does anything but maybe cover up the fact that the promotions and the promoters are getting rich off the quote-unquote legacy of these fighters. And maybe that makes the media and the fans feel a little bit better because, you know, they can point to... Well, he has a hell of a legacy. Yeah, he might be broke. And he might be working two or three jobs with a broken body. But one hell of a legacy. A legacy to me is meaningless in sports. It's something to talk about. It's a distraction. But it's meaningless. Now, if it means something to the fighter, cool. But the fighter can establish that and a fighter can talk about that. I just don't understand why the media... And the, the fans make so much of a big deal about it. And on this same topic, what I heard about the pressure that the fans and the media and the quote-unquote MMA community were putting on Woodley ahead of this fight. And I asked, why? What, what investment do you, as a media member, as a MMA fan, as a Tyron Woodley fan, have in this fight? Why would you put pressure on Tyron Woodley to perform at a top level in a sport he's never competed in? Now, if Woodley wants to put pressure on himself, fine, because that's him in that ring. That's him boxing. But he doesn't represent anyone but Tyron Woodley. And to say that he represents the MMA community or the, or the UFC fighters or MMA fighters in general that's a farce it's a ridiculous statement because he he is one man competing in a sport he never competed in and he he, he represents solely Tyron Woodley what he did on Sunday night or didn't do reflects solely on Tyron Woodley to make it bigger than that is on the individual if someone wants to make it bigger than this is Tyron Woodley's fight and he lost where he performed in this way or that, then that's on that individual. In the real world, that doesn't exist. This was exclusively Tyron Woodley boxing Jake Paul. It was outside of that, there's nothing there. It's just two guys boxing in a ring. Doesn't have anything to do with any community, any legacy. It's just a boxing match. Don't make it more than, than, it's, than it is these things strike me as a little weird and maybe it's the whole sports world I don't know um, maybe that's something that happens in, in every sport but it shouldn't someone else's successes and failures should not be something that can that should affect your life should it affect Tyron Woodley's life sure because that's him that's his life but outside of that he doesn't represent any community any MMA community he's just a guy in a boxing match with another guy so to put any weight on Woodley well that's on you and if you want to do that fine but you're wrong and it's 
wrong to hold him up to some kind of standard as a as a torchbearer for the MMA community. Just a guy in a boxing match. So come on now. I saw some, and this came, I think, mostly from the boxing community who have never seen Tyron Woodley fight, at least not in the past few years, where he's been reluctant to you know pull the trigger. Like I said, I saw some accusations that the fight was uh, fixed or predetermined, which to me still means fixed. And I find that laughable um, because why would someone do that? And why would someone like Tyron Woodley, who has who has a lot of pride in what he does uh, and takes himself pretty seriously as, a, as an athlete, why would he decide that, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go in there and I'm going to throw a fight to a YouTuber. That, that makes no sense to me. Another thing that makes no sense to me is the fact that Woodley should have scored a knockdown on that on that uh, punches where he, where Paul was held up by the by the ropes. That should have been a knockdown. Now, say that knockdown would have happened in the open, and it would have been a legit knockdown. And Paul would have hit the deck. If the fight was fixed, what was Woodley going to do there? Would he go over and pick Paul up, help him do his feet? It, it, the whole accusations of a fixed fight or a predetermined fight seems silly to me. Maybe they make people feel better about what they saw. Maybe they make feel people feel like maybe they weren't taken for a ride by paying 60 bucks or whatever it was for this pay-per-view. But the fact is that there's a lot on the line if you fix a fight. And also, if you fix a fight, you're not going to make it look like a fixed fight. And judging from Tyron Woodley's reaction after the fight... And continuing on till today, either he's a pretty good actor or he's pissed off about how the fight played out. I'm going to lean on the side that says he's pretty pissed off about how the fight played out. And so I find it comical to think that Tyron Woodley threw this fight or that the fight was fixed. I think people just need to, are just trying to say that to make themselves feel good about what they saw. Uh, so overall, I mean, I thought the the event was worth the money actually um, mainly because of the Montana Love and the Amanda Serrano fights uh, but the Dubois fight he did what he was supposed to do but that didn't make it any less impressive he knocked that guy down three times on the way to a first round TKO and so he was impressive Montana Love impressive Serrano that was a good fight because their opponent didn't back down and they went they went the distance now the two-minute rounds, I think, are ridiculous because I think Serrano probably would have been able to finish the fight had she had three-minute rounds to work with, but that's something I think that needs to be dealt with on a commission level and on a women boxing level because why shouldn't they be able to fight three-minute rounds like the men? I mean, women fight the five-minute rounds in MMA, so why not in boxing? So just something to think about there. Anyway, um, the main event, it was what it was. Uh, I think without the Montana Love fight, the card would not have been worth it, but it, it was overall worth it. On that note, that is the wrap-up for the Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley boxing event on Showtime. And until next time, everyone stay safe.